0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is Monday. You're shaking off the hopefully you don't have any more leftovers in your fridge. I ate the last of the stuffing this morning. We're back. It's going to be a big week.
1: We had so much news and there was a potential that I was maybe having to go on a secret trip, but I didn't. Uh, But we booked Alex Wilhelm uh, from TechCrunch to join us today. So we chopped it up. First, we talked about Pipes, co-founders abruptly stepping down, all these rumors online of malfeasance harry responding to the rumors and just breaking down the lessons of uh these kind of situations for investors and founders
0: yeah exactly how we get there and how we avoid it in the future then we have a great conversation about what's been happening in china with all of those protests and then apple's Mm. involvement and arguable misstep in its Mm. new ios rollout but what the future
1: might look like in china and for the xi jinping regime You might not know this, but Apple's been building iPhones in another country. We'll tell you which one. And then we're going to end with some interesting statistics about this year's Black Friday spending. Two services are surging in their usage and a couple of uh, older legacy services are collapsing. We'll explain the trends in consumer spending uh, on today's show.
0: It's going to be a great show.
2: Stick with us. This Week in Startups is brought to you by LinkedIn Marketing. To redeem a free $100 $100 LinkedIn ad credit and launch your first campaign, go to linkedin.com slash this week in startups. Super gut. The holidays are here and between the eating, drinking and traveling for many of us, it can be a hard time to maintain good health. The secret to surviving them a well-balanced gut. Super gut is the easiest and tastiest way scientifically proven to boost gut health and all that comes with it from weight loss to immunity. Get 30% off their delicious shakes, bars, and fiber mix at supergut.com by using code TWIST. And FitBod. Tired of doing the same workouts at the gym? FitBod will build you personalized workouts that help you progress with every set. Get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me
1: twist. All right, everybody, it's Monday. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Molly, how was your Thanksgiving? It
0: was epic. It was an epic. It was like a, it was like a March, hmm. my Thanksgiving. I hosted three dinners and a brunch and I did the turkey trot. It was a whole, it was a whole three dinners. And I hosted a three dinners and a brunch. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Ray I just, man it, and a baby. Whoa. This was like one of the, it was a weird year. Cause like some people got COVID and then there was like a family uh, situation. And so I had to. Right kind of spread out the dinners mm. instead of having one big one i had three smallish dinners and then a big ladies brunch with bagels and lox and it
1: was just a Love whole freaking
0: delightful it was so great and i'm tired
1: well yeah we knew you're gonna be tired i'm exhausted after Everybody's my dad's trip exhausted. uh so we brought alex wilhelm in here from uh the the tech crunch how are you alex how was your thanksgiving
3: it was good it was just me my spouse uh in-laws and five dogs so yeah on the whole lovely how many dogs do you now have, and how many are the in-laws' dogs? We have three. They have two, yeah. but their two dogs are are Weimaraners, so they're small oh, horses. No. And so it's like yes. three little dogs and then two horses, and trying to keep <laughs> all five of them from eating one another is is brutal. But it it's it's fun. It's it's like hard fun, you know, like not that annoying yes. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's like when you have five kids running around. Is at times you're it, it turns into chaos, and other times it's fun. I went hmm. to Dallas to see the in-laws um there was some uh, grumbling how was it (laughs) it rained for five days straight and Mm. when i say rain i mean torrential rain to the level that at three or four in the morning it's so hard on the roof that you will wake up you know that that level of rain Uh, yes so i wasn't able to go Mm. work out wasn't able to go on hikes or anything uh so i basically ate meat korean barbecue <laughs> then uh, uh what do they call that uh, brazilian uh oh yeah um yeah you know, i know they what cut you mean. The meat at the mean it wasn't fogo yeah. de chao. it was fogo another one that was oh, exceptional yeah, yeah. like a high-end version of that and then i went to the best italian restaurant uh which on the top floor a place called monarch in dallas was very nice but i would say um you know everything is very large in dallas is my perception every guy looks like a linebacker from the dallas cowboys uh the the serving sizes are absurd w- and when i say absurd alex and molly I, you know we ordered a creme brulee for one for five it, it was absurdly oh, large yeah it's like a pumpkin it, pie it basically <laughs> was like they they served it in a pie dish it, yeah exactly correct um the highways are absurdly large the off-ramps are bigger than the 405 freeway i mean it is uh, and then the airport dallas fort worth airport is ginormous so this everything is bigger in
3: texas has in fact been confirmed Th- that's because Ten it's flat firm. there's nothing there you can just right. build you know nick, it's, there's no pesky mountain ranges or, or rivers well, nick really river. wants to know
0: if you saw the world's largest highway intersection which is i think we may have to take a field trip because nick has a lot of feelings and obsession with the world's largest highway intersection
1: <laughs> i mean every one of these yeah. intersections i kid you not it's like, like the, one the world's world's largest. largest it'd be like you take the 101 or the 280 here in the bay area and those are the exit ramps i mean it's just the scale of things is crazy and then there's all these houses in dallas that cost six hundred dollars a square foot i was starting to have like uh what is it they call it like the zillow porn kind of thing Mm -hmm. where i visited somebody's house and they had like a fifteen thousand square foot house on like a just a walking street and the house just goes on and on and on and then they told me a joke which was Uh, the price (laughs) <laughs> no yeah six hundred dollars square foot is pretty amazing yeah they said uh hey alex you ever think of uh building your own home like having uh, a movie theater and a massage room and uh, like a japanese tub you ever think about like designing your own home i mean if i'm particularly high at that moment maybe yeah. but yeah and so molly like you ever think like oh wow i could have like a yoga room and like a proper studio and a guest Definitely. house uh, and, uh, you know, maybe, like, a, an extra kitchen, like a commercial kitchen, that house is waiting for you in Dallas. <laughs> like, you don't have to build it. It's there. Just you just have to else. go buy it.
3: Yeah, yeah, but then I have uh, to live in, in Dallas, and yeah, not, that's no problem, disrespect to yeah. your in-laws, but um, yep. I'd, I'd sooner move to, like, the bottom of Antarctica. Yes. Oh, come uh, on. I,
1: You know, I, I like Austin. Sounds uh, but like the food's pretty good. The food was pretty great. Uh, everything, and just nice to see family, and, and I, I literally did about a third of the amount of work I usually do uh, on these weekends, but that didn't stop our chat from going off at a, just a violent velocity. Yep. Alex, Molly and I have been talking about this on the program. Is there something going on that in the last year, the pace of news seems different than the last 20? Oh, I'm very curious. Uh, acceleration or deceleration? Just the number of stories velocity. and the, the velocity of the stories and the absolute insanity or seeming insanity of the stories. I mean, just maybe
3: on the news cycle, are we experiencing like a tsunami of news right now? Yeah, I, like? I think it's just the hangover from last year. I mean, we saw so mm. much crazy stuff happen last year in terms of like deal size, valuations, lack of diligence and so forth. And now we're seeing kind of the, the comeuppance for that. So I, I'm not mm. shocked that it's this crazy, but I will say waking up to bankruptcy filings on Monday morning does feel yeah. like an apparition from where we were. Up until early this year, so yeah, it's different. I agree. So Molly, you're
1: I, I think this roller coaster theory, like you know those super roller coasters where it's like straight up, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, this is insane. This is insane. You're just saying this is insane, and then you get to the top, and then you really actually see what insanity is about. It's the way down that is truly not, insane. <laughs> it's also not
0: political news it's it's news in our wheelhouse so it probably feels like for years and years there was just an intensity of political news and that was like mm. non-stop and so on marketplace that was all we would you know we would talk about economics and politics and covid and now there's the same almost the same you know volume of water coming over the waterfall but it's all our stories <laughs> <laughs> so it's like whoa, whoa, whoa man i don't <laughs> like the spotlight to- <laughs> someone get me out of here
1: well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think the great thing to do at times like this, this is where journalists and uh, commentators can be helpful, is breaking down this news and the lessons learned inside of the news. How did we get here? What can you learn from it? What can you take away from it in your day to day? I met the Pipe founders many times over the last couple of years. pipe.com dot uh, com, really smart cats. Um, uh, Harry Hurst uh, being the leader of the group and I thought a very innovative business model a couple of my friends I think Chamath and Sachs both invested in pipe. I'm not sure which rounds Hmm. But a very clever idea as pitched to me. Hey, you have reoccurring revenue We'll take that reoccurring revenue and not factor it and give you an advance like a bank might but uh, we will put it on a marketplace and let people who are looking for a return bid for it, they can pay 90 cents on the dollar for next year's subscription revenue, whether that subscription revenue was a Netflix service or a Slack service. Uh, But something went wrong on the way to heaven. So maybe you could tee this up, Molly, and then Alex, you can give us your thoughts on what what happened.
0: Yes. So, well, I think you set it up pretty well, which is this was the startup darling, this uh, marketplace where companies with recurring revenue could sell that future ARR. What seems to have gone wrong, and let's go through a little bit actually before I get to what went wrong. What was going right was that Pipe was raising tons of money. The valuation was ballooning. In September 2020, they raised a $66 million seed round. Twenty-six million of that was from VC, $40 million was debt at $166 million valuation led by Kraft. By July twenty twenty, one. And you did say seed round. Seed round, sixty six round million 66 million. They raised a Dallas-sized seed round <laughs> in seed. seed 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 round at 166 yeah, yeah. million dollar valuation. And then uh, you know a little over a year later in July, uh, not not quite a year, 250 million dollars they mm-hmm. raised at a 2 billion dollar valuation. So their series A, I assume, was a 2 billion dollar valuation that was led by Green Spring, and then again, according to PitchBook, in October 2021, Pipe raised an undisclosed amount at an undisclosed valuation. So mm. that's uh, obviously when everything was going awesome. And then last week, all three founders quit, mm. like abruptly stepped down. Is the way to put it, according to a TechCrunch article. Hey, we know them. Yeah. First said the following over email. Pipes founders have, quote, always known that the next phase of Pipes growth would include a veteran operational leader. So they said that they initially started a search for a COO in the second quarter and then realized the role that they were defining was actually that of a CEO. Oh. And that Hmm. the whole point of them stepping down was to help the company reach true long term potential. Hearst added, quote, we're zero to one builders, not at scale operators, said traction, not the problem. He said, Pipe is on track to triple revenue in 2022. Uh, And then Pipe told TechCrunch, who we know, uh that 22,000 companies have used Pipe and there's seven and $7 billion of ARR has been connected to the platform.
1: Hey everybody, I'm here with my pal, Tom Eschbacher. He is the senior sales manager at LinkedIn Marketing Solutions and today, We're gonna talk about marketing for startups. And LinkedIn did a great new internal report called Today in Startup Marketing. Welcome to the program, Tom. Thanks, Jason. One of the main topics covered in the report is validating product market fit. That's so essential. So how does marketing play a role in validating PMF? One of the challenges from the pandemic was it disrupted normal feedback loops that startups get. And particularly when trying to scale assumptions based on small sample sizes. You can't go to conferences anymore. You can't do events. And so we've seen a clever adoption of LinkedIn's free analytics tools here. And one that's become table stakes. And I mean, 92% of series A startups are using it is the LinkedIn insight tag. A feature here is the website demographics functionality that provides a valuable view on your site visitors, professional attributes. What's their job function, their seniority level? What company are they at? The industry, the company size. This is all a bunch of actionable insight that you can use to back up your instincts around who your addressable market is and help inform early marketing strategies. Fantastic. Okay, and so if you would like to get this incredible report, you can go to linkedin.com slash this in startups. And not only can you get the report for free, you're also going to get a hundred dollars off your first marketing campaign from Tom at LinkedIn. Way to go, Tom. Do we buy this
3: story? There's another story from TechCrunch coming. Uh, by the time people hear this, uh, on a podcast, well, uh, well, well. it might be out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went ahead and, and pre read the draft with permission from my dear colleague, Marianne. And you know, Molly, there were some tweets about some possible improprieties or some possible bad decisions made involving tens of millions of dollars. And then there was a Twitter storm from, I think, I think Harry himself talking about kind of a response to it. Mm -hmm. Um, What what I'm really curious about is from your guys kind of venture perspective, where does this net out between the allegations of, you know, bad loans to crypto mining firms, taking too much money off the table, loans against shares to the rebuttal. Where do you guys now sit in vetting this company's health and uh, ethics? Okay, so a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was obviously we go a great idea. The
0: allegations, by the way, we didn't. I didn't get to that more. Yeah, maybe we could but just.
1: Yeah, give us the bullet, high level bullet points
0: on the so, allegations, right, yeah, so the audience understands. So then a tweet popped up from Tyler Hogg saying, Forp, you know, because of course everybody on Twitter was like, what is actually happening?' Right, uh, and this is a now deleted tweet in which, oh. exactly, in which uh, this that four people supposedly shared what had happened and that that included the pipe CEO loaning 80 million dollars to a Bitcoin mining company and didn't tell the board about it, lost it all. The board uh, reportedly fired the CEO months ago. They had all sold a bunch of secondaries and may have taken out personal loans as well. And I wanna reiterate that that tweet has since been deleted, but then Harry did respond with this long tweet storm Responding basically and saying uh, that these rumors have become so outlandish that I need to uh, come and defend what's happened. Yeah, so he said, by the way, is a scout for a 16 Z.
1: Okay, the board didn't fire us months ago, Harry says, we haven't loaned 80 million to a Bitcoin mining company and lost it all. We do have some customers in the space, but none of them have gone to zero. Okay, so there's some truth to that. Whenever you see these rumors, typically it's somebody with an axe to grind uh and in this case it might be somebody who's an angel investor or a smaller investor who feels pipe screwed them and this was a big part of their portfolio so i would say if you're going to pin the leak and we're all experienced journalists here it's either a former management team member who had some inside information or an investor who feels harry wronged him so when things come apart and people lose money yep then uh, people start talking and if they have an axe to grind they're going to grind it and they're going to sharpen that axe to make the other person look terrible. Here, he says, we haven't loaned 80 million to a Bitcoin mining company and lost it all. We do have some customers in the space, okay? So there's some truth to it, but none of them have gone to zero. Okay, that's not very good. It, it does mean there probably is some investment some money. Yeah. that went bad. Now, did they loan it to a mining company or did they use their cash reserves to then give them uh, or to buy some of their future revenue? It might've been that Harry looked at, hey, the future revenue of this Bitcoin mining company looks really good. I'll take that action, right? You could buy future revenue. So maybe he used the house money to buy future revenues. And maybe that people feel was unethical. I'm just purely speculating here of what's the difference between Harry's comment and the leak. Yeah. And that's really what we do as journalists uh, is try to triangulate, hey, what's the truth here? If this thing was still growing, it would be fine. Now, the other possibility here is with the secondary offerings. And that's going to be really the story that's going to be unpacked in a major way uh, for this era of Silicon Valley. Uh, you it's totally fine. And we've talked about this before on the program, to take a little secondary pay for your home, pay down your mortgage, you maybe have one or $2 million in the bank, what happened during this last period, is you have things like the pop and CEO selling nine figure hop and CEO rather selling nine figures worth of shares in the company, and then the company collapsing, uh, or having troubles, headwinds, whatever you want to describe it. So here, what probably happened is there's some resentment, the founder sold, who knows how many 10s of millions of shares, I'm going to guess it was in the 10s of millions, because that would be the amount that I would consider maybe too much egregious, maybe egregious, maybe, uh, you know, uh, but listen, people bought them. So these are sophisticated investors who offered to buy their shares. So there is that as well, the board and the governance is the underlying issue here and the imbalance. So what probably happened here, there are investors who didn't get to sell in secondary, these uh, founder shares happened in that person's mind covertly. Now they may have happened with the blessing of the board. But they're not under obligation to tell those seed investors, those people are like, hey, you got to sell at 2 billion. Now the company I perceive is worth 500 million, a billion, whatever it's worth. It's still growing. It's, you know, it's going to be here. It's not a zero. But why didn't I get to sell at that peak valuation? And you did these other things. So they're kind of building a case against the founders. That's really just so people understand what's happening here. There's your version of the truth. There's my version of the truth. There's the actual truth. Rashomon is the uh, famous Kurosawa film. And that's what we're seeing here. Harry's got his version. The disgruntled person has theirs. This other third party is the proxy sharing the information.
3: Okay. Let, let me clarify here with a question for you guys. If if you were in a startup and all the founders quit and they came to you and said, look, we need to find someone who can run this thing. Do you say, great maturity? We, people used to bring in operational CEOs back in the day. Google had one. Uh, good idea. Or are you guys freaking out if you get that phone call from a portfolio company? Because to me, it sounds in this climate like an insanity. The idea that founders would give up control for a better CEO who's more operational experience lost all of its in-market standing, I think, as a concept in the last couple of years.
1: Molly, did you say that the the leak claimed he was pushed out months ago? Mm-hmm. He's claiming he moved up to vice chair and he He's did He's claiming it. he moved up to vice chair and was okay. looking for something
0: operational. Now, I mean, I can tell you, I don't, I, I, and again, I'm somewhat new here, but we're clearly seeing the pendulum swing back toward you know, away from founders are the God kings of the universe and can do no wrong until they do yeah. so many wrong things that yeah. we all of a sudden have to revert to bring in the grown up. So I don't think that it's taken at face value. I don't think that it's a negative sign for founders to say, we want to bring in somebody operational as a CEO. If they quit first, right? There's like, this is just a, there's just too much smoke here. If they've all stepped down and then said we're looking for an operational leader there's a question if all of a sudden it's you know some allegations have emerged and the and and harry is writing this tweet storm that's like well yeah i 100% sold a bunch of stuff on the secondary i support that i wrote a piece saying
3: it's the right that, thing to do saying yeah. it's
0: the right thing to do right uh i didn't lose a ton of money on bitcoin loans but i made some like it's Made all of loans, a sudden, yeah. you have smoke yeah. that's unrelated to do you need an operator as a CEO?
1: So, all right. We don't know if he was pushed out, uh, if he voluntarily moved out of the position they or not. Too, um, right? There's him, but there's two other, all three co-founders. That's yes. such a big
0: deal here. They're all so like...
1: So, this reads to me like there was, the, the company, wa- there were feelings um, from the investors the company was being uh, not managed properly. And so I'm just going to put it gracefully. Some investors might have thought it's been completely mismanaged and a debacle. Other people might be, hey, there's headwinds in the industry. We need to get somebody in here to steady the ship, you know, just like Peloton did, right? So when when I look at this, I think it's a dereliction of duty for the founders to leave without the CEO in place. Uh, d- yes. Why yeah, that's, leave that's before? How I feel. It's yeah. a dereliction <laughs> of duty. Now. Exactly. That's if they chose to leave. We don't know that yet. So if they were forced out, then they weren't able to fulfill their duty, which is to stay with the ship until the ship makes it to dock or they're the last people to get off the ship and if there's no room in the lifeboats, they sink with it, right? You know, that's, I'm hardcore, I'm old school. You don't leave the ship without a captain. You don't leave the ship. That's like the pilots leaving the cockpit and not handing the controls over. You hand the controls over, you move to the co-pilot seat, then you move to the jump seat, the navigator seat, you know, and then you give them one last... Instead are you like, sure we can leave the ship here and go on the board? We're kicking it in the back by the bathroom having many bottles of vodka, but we
0: are looking for a new pilot. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, again, and again, so, we don't know the details yet, so... Yeah, but yeah. vice, vice yeah.
0: chairman... But we still know that the yeah. order is wrong. The cart yes. is way it, ahead of the horse here in terms yeah. of leadership of this company.
1: And people spin this stuff, right, Alex? So you'll, as a journalist, have had this experience, Molly, as well. The CEO will tell you, this is totally voluntary. The leaker uh, will say yeah, you know what, the board was at their wits end, you know, and uh, they gave them an ultimatum, get somebody on board. And then on mass, they said, Okay, well, we'll just all resign. And so the truth is probably between these two extremes. Yeah, what I will say is there's two things to note here. They started to search for a CEO. So just in terms of lessons, if we may move to the lesson part of this. If you're a founder or a co founder, uh, you have three co founders, and you're searching for like a COO to do operations, one of the three you need to buck up and get the operations dialed in. <laughs> Stop with this like CEO, COO stuff. There's three of you. Get control of the ship. Stop going to parties. Stop living the life in Miami. Go to the office. Don't leave the office. Work 18 hours a day, seven days a week, until the ship is tight. That didn't happen here. I can assure you that these three founders were not at the office seven days a week for 18 hours a day. Be dogged. Is that, is that your Miami hardcore. party more? This is my Miami party more. You got to be hardcore when your ship is having a problem. Again, back to if people are, if the ship is, if the plane is hitting turbulence, if there's an engine out, that's when you become the goddamn CEO, COO. That's where you do whatever it takes. And I don't feel like, I know, based on what I'm reading here, that there was not a hardcore let's write the ship. Uh, And this idea that we're zero to one builders, not at at scale operators. If you can do zero to one, you can do the operating stuff okay it's just a focus issue it is your personal preference so i don't want to say there's some entitlement here but this feels a little bit this screams a little bit of entitlement i want to do the zero to one fun stuff i want to build product but i don't want to put out the fires i don't want to figure out what's wrong with the engines i don't want to fly through turbulence you know what henry uh, harry buck up If in fact he did bail if they all jumped out with parachutes golden parachutes in fact not cool if they were pushed out with golden parachutes, okay, that's not their issue. So I'm going to give both messages. If they got pushed
0: out, or not it's your their issue. issue, and that's why. Either way, there's an issue. Yeah,
3: something went anyway, wrong with the management of the company to, to get to this point. But I mean, exactly, your board
0: yeah. doesn't push you out for no
3: reason either. No, Sometimes. I mean because the board doesn't want to be known mm. as a group that pushes out that's true. founders. Because not give a, a very small chance, right? Like yeah, these days,
0: especially, people are not yeah. getting pushed out for no reason.
1: No, mm. no. Anyway. It's it's a disappointment. I thought it was a cool model. All right, listen, the holidays are almost here. And for many of us, this is a hard time. I got to tell you, I got a hard time. I already got the pecan pie going. Lots of eating. I've been doing the pregame on the pecan pie. I might have a couple of beverages, sure. And I'm going to be traveling. i to be on planes, making bad decisions. Well, you know what my secret to surviving the holidays is? A balanced gut. That's why you need to check out SuperGut. You know my guy, the sultan of science. Friedberg's company, SuperGut, is a breakthrough nutrition company in the gut health space. And you know, they have these delicious bars, great shakes, everything is flavorful. And you know, those bars are so easy to carry, the shake so easy to make in the morning. And they have an unflavored fiber mix. You can add it to anything, your coffee, your tea, put it in some juice, whatever it is, to get your gut right. And this improves your digestion. It's going to curb your cravings, which is my big problem. I make bad decisions because I'm feeling hungry. And you know what? I get a little energy boost out of it. You will too. And this is going to help you lose weight, which it did for me. SuperGut co-conducted a clinical study with Stanford's research lab that proved the product's work. If you're a founder, you know how important it is to be healthy for your productivity, right? And you got to lead the team. You need to be healthy. And SuperGut is going to be your fast track to getting your health right. SuperGut is running their best deal of the year right now. Use the promo code twist and you'll get an even better deal of 30% off. That's the best deal you're going to get supergut.com
3: and use the promo code TWIST to save 30%. But I want to say though there was a focus issue with the company itself because we're talking about here pipe selling ARR on its marketplace for other companies. They expanded into entertainment. They expanded into media um, sectors that have done not great since that came out. I think it was in February. So I'm curious also if there's an overall marketplace quality issue at play here because if I bought media revenue in February, Mm. I'm pretty peevish about what it looks like today. And they went into crypto. oh god
1: there it is anytime you get that contagion you know it's it literally it's so toxic it's like oh yeah and by the way we we brought some radioactive material onto the plane it's like oh really stupendous there's there's gonna be two lessons overall so i'm gonna put pipe over here for a second and harry over here for a second uh i like harry seems like a jovial guy uh and, and does seem like a creative entrepreneur i think it's a great idea and it was great execution for some period of time and and it could still be a very big win. So uh, this is not a company that's gone to zero like um, fast or something like that, where we can look at it and be like, Oh, wow, <laughs> that was a disaster. There's really gonna be two lessons of the uh, speculative asset bubble, the mm. speculative asset recession that we're in. The two lessons are going to be a lack of focus and uh, entitlement. These are going to be the two lessons. Now the The lack of focus, you described perfectly, they were in what eight categories here, (laughs) like stick with the stick with your knitting, you know, and don't expand too fast. Make sure you're on safe footing, right? When you start walking out on that ice, and you hear a crack, that's when you walk back a couple of steps, or when you're going skiing, and you see like a little mini avalanche. That's when you turn around and go the other direction. Other people keep going down, and they're like, Oh, it's just a little avalanche. Oh, it's just a little crack in the ice. When you start hearing the ice crack, that's your signal to move back to the core. So focus. Now, when we talk about entitlement, this is, and people are like, oh, you're talking, somebody was challenging me when I talked about this on Twitter. Oh, you're talking about the employees and free food. No, I never mentioned employees. Entitlement starts with VCs and founders. That's the dance. And then the management teams. That's where entitlement happened. Not the employees. The employees are around for the ride. You give employees free food, they eat the free food. That's not the employee's problem. You put the free food in front of them. You give the employees a massage, you, you know, massages at the, I had a massage I, I, we know we
3: know what you, you, you mean idea. don't massage yeah. your employees yourself
1: <laughs> yes no massages okay just writ large no massages no dry cleaning no coddling you did the coddling you embrace that you created coddling culture so you can't blame the employees for being like well you told me bring my dry cleaning so i brought my dry cleaning to work that's the fault of management it's the fault of, of founders and it's the fault of vcs ultimately who enabled this and the vcs and could have is- said no Exactly. It is
0: that. And we, to go all the way back to your original question, Alex, about like, what does this mean for, look, there are always going to be VCs who are going to fund something at $166 million valuation at seed round. I suspect that we will see far fewer of those. Um, and I am I am happy to work at a shop where we have a rule about that, which is if you have a $100 million valuation and no revenue, you're probably a scam. Like, there's just... No. <laughs> or we can wait. What? Or, we can or wait. We can wait. Or yeah. we, we can, can wait.
3: wait. Yeah. Well, well wait. revenue multiples today are what? Like 6X for, yeah. you know, mid-growth SaaS? So you only need $25 million. Or sorry. No, less than that. I can do math on the air. Um, yeah. You need a large amount of revenue you don't have to earn that valuation. Yeah.
1: They probably... You know, the, one of the things was the mislabeling of rounds. I think the seed round was just mislabeled. It was like a big Series A or a Series B. Yeah. So I'm guessing Sachs, you know, who's very disciplined, uh, there was actual real revenue here and it was growing at a particular velocity. Was it a high valuation? I'm sure. Was the Greenspring valuation? We're in business with them, by the way. They're one of our LPs. Uh, they're a fund of funds, uh, very smart people. Did mm-hmm. they pay a high price? I'm sure they paid a high price, but I'm sure the growth was there as well. So these right. were high prices for high growth. And who knows, the, he said the company tripled in revenue this year. So maybe it's still a strong company. Maybe it will be maybe this is a company that will do even better in a down market because more people will want, be looking for solutions for alternate fundraising. And i remember those uh, yeah, two lessons. Yeah. It, well we're, and and we're Nick makes move a point
0: to that sax invested when I mm-hmm. was only focused on SaaS and high margin subscription ah. revenue. Ah. Right. So it is so that so it you had mm. a company that was presumably making money mm. that was well Fully focused on high margin, solid growth, Mm -hmm. SaaS software companies and lost. So it's almost a, it's a, and look, I don't know, and I suppose I will learn over time. I don't know how you identify a founder who is likely to get, to lose his damn mind, right? Or three founders Mm -hmm. who are likely to lose their damn minds when they have too much success. Like it, this feels less like a collapse of something in a Ponzi way where they were trying to keep it alive, but it was, you know, and more like a high on your own supply situation yeah, like they did supply. too well I mean, too soon and then lost focus and we're cashing out and making and getting into bitcoin because you couldn't help it so excited yeah. you know and just like like chickens with it like the heads got cut off the chickens and they lost their minds this is what it feels like it's when too you- much money I mean, yeah, if yeah, you much raise right.
3: nine figures when you don't need it and everyone last year was doing this, they they told me it made sense. You're going to have a problem with focus and discipline and you're yeah. going to make some wacky choices. Like just imagine back when you guys were like super paycheck to paycheck and you made like a 10 a K a year raise to your salary that at the time felt enormous and you started to spend dumb money on dumb things. Now imagine that time is like 10,000. It's tough. If have to have real discipline to not screw up a real big bag, and yeah. I don't think a lot of us had it last year. Period. This is going to be the
1: grand shift from distraction and entitlement to focus on austerity. That's what the suffering and pain people are feeling at this time. To answer your question, Molly, you said, "How do you identify the founders?" You know who could come off the rails. I actually would say, uh, "Don't create an environment in which people don't go off the rails." In other words, if you're at a party. And you're enjoying a nice bottle of, uh, you know, red wine. You go out to dinner. Mm, right. Uh, we went to Miller and Lux. We have a nice dinner. You know, maybe we order a bottle of wine. Everybody's enjoying it. And then somebody says, let's get shots. Right. And you know what I do as the leader? I say, no. No, thank you. Enjoy the wine. We're not doing We're shots. We're at work. <laughs> I have people do this all the time in a corporate setting. Let's order shots. And you know what I say? I just tell you, it's not the right environment for shots. You say the shots when you're with your frat brothers. We're good. No shots. I have had this conversation with people. Yeah. Let's keep this thing on the rails here. Everybody's going to bed early. I'm watching two bottles of wine, eight people. That's enough. Everybody has two glasses. I, I hate to be the hall monitor here. You didn't have you didn't have Don Julio instead of LaCroix. No. We don't do that. <laughs> no, everybody pump the brakes here. Pump the yeah. brakes. And again, VCs, management teams, you know, they created management teams, including the founders, they created this environment where founders were enabled to be distracted. Probably they came and said, hey, you know, things are going so great in SaaS. We think we should go into movies and start doing, you know, advances against, you know, people who are celebrities in Hollywood. Because I met a celebrity when I was at a party in Miami, and they said, you know what else has future revenue? My residuals from my superhero film. And they said, oh yeah, we'll we'll give you an advance on those. Sure, we'll auction off Robert Downey Jr.'s future revenue, I'm making this up here. Yeah, yeah, everything seems like a great idea. Yeah, but you need to focus. It's enough with the distraction. If something's working, double it, and then double it again. If you're, you know, as an investor, if your accelerator's working, okay, do two accelerator classes a year instead of one. Okay, it worked, go to four. Oh, if you're uh, an editor, and your deep dive worked, Alex, and you did one deep dive last month, this month, you're gonna do three, and you're gonna assign people to do three deep dives, right? You, You look at what's working, Mm-hmm. you double down on what's working not be you know spread thin like peanut butter across a big wide piece of sourdough
3: yeah yeah i want to go back to the speculative asset huh. bubble comment from earlier because i've been thinking a lot about this so last year people were uh trading everything i mean mm. I, I understand trading cards have always had a market it got much bigger shoes yeah. have always had a market the shoe resale market got a lot bigger et cetera et cetera et cetera and as a very boring non collector I didn't quite understand this, but I thought, you know what cultural moment I'm here for it. I'm not here to like, yuck. Anyone's yummy. This is the jam. It's the jam. But it seems like a lot of that was just what you said, a speculative asset bubble. And I'm very curious what's going to happen to the companies that looked simply phenomenal. And I'm thinking about stock X, I guess other companies mm-hmm. like that, uh, this year, I wonder what their numbers look like. I don't know how they're going to survive because it does seem to have a kind of a, 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 there's all the heights gone out of that souffle, you know, mm-hmm.
1: you need to have buyers yes mm-hmm. if you don't have buyers and you have too much supply what happens molly <laughs> solana
0: prices crater exactly of solana but so, consumers i mean i don't know con- the consumer is still strong but yeah 100 percent. like the, consumer, the marketplace yeah i mean what do you think of the consumer molly
1: i think the consumer is still pretty strong strong Actually. but mm-hmm. how are they strong
0: well, like, yeah, they're strong. They're financing their, yeah, their lives was... right now on credit cards and buy now, pay later. So that is a problem. Yes. They're still buying. But I think what's what we're going to, you know, I uh, I, I think we may see that some of these darling business models, all of it will, will be ca- more care, right? It doesn't mean no. like SaaS is over as a business model. No. Marketplaces are over as a business model. Those will still be solid business models, but with a lot more care because yeah. a marketplace, just like you said... We're like, oh, yeah, that's a slam dunk business model, assuming mm-hmm. that your marketplace has two sides, both of which are robust.
1: Yes. And uh, like for a long the, time, yeah. nobody made those assumptions. It was like, yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's somebody on the other mm-hmm. side to buy it. I'll just say the consumer, which has been having a wonderful full time on the ice dancing around. Yeah, exactly. They're starting <laughs> to hear the cracks. <laughs> they're starting,
0: they're the starting cracks. to
1: hear the cracks. I would advise consumers who are hearing cracks in the ice, uh, their balance sheet. Maybe come back to the the it's thick ice, spraying. right? Let's go. Let's stay on the thick ice, not the thin ice of modern life, right? It's a little too cancel thin.
0: subscriptions. I've been canceling subscriptions like a beast lately. Just just don't cancel Plus. I need to run Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the best best yeah. thing Use online. Use promo code Twist yeah.
3: to get twenty five percent off. <laughs> I will go plus. try to set that up after <laughs> we finish recording this.
1: <laughs> ah. Okay, you know I've been on a health kick over the past year or so, and. You know, I care about optimization and data-driven solutions. So if you listen to this podcast, I bet you do too, right? And so let me tell you about FitBot. It is a data-driven workout app, and it blends machine learning with exercise science. So they will create for you, I kid you not, a custom dynamic program based on not only your fitness goals, but also your experience and what's the available equipment. You put in what you have available to you, and then it creates a custom workout for you. Again, using machine learning and exercise science it's going to amaze you and you know it's going to vary the intensity and the volume between sessions you can customize the length of your workout what muscles you want to target and so much more so check out this demo let's say i want to get a 30 minute workout in i want to hit my chest triceps and abs but i'm staying at an airbnb with no equipment fitpod creates a perfectly optimized workout for you based on these parameters right very simple fitpod takes the guesswork out of fitness just open the app to start making progress you're going to get 25% off your fitpod subscription or you can try the app out for free when you sign up now at fitpod.me/twist f i t b o d me twist for 25% off one of the great companies in my portfolio some of the greatest founders i've ever worked with go check out fitbod.me slash twist 25% off
3: I, I find it very ironic that i've always been um a big fan of SaaS, and now i'm tasked with running a SaaS business and yeah. um i i am stuck listening to things i used to say to people like why aren't you growing faster why haven't you fixed churn <sighs> and i'm just like oh i should have been nicer this is brutal
1: I mean, Turns also, you have an ad-based now, business bro. at TechCrunch <laughs> that is super robust, and mm-hmm. when you have an ad-based business under the umbrella, and you have a subscription-based business, then every part of your life becomes uh, the ad group saying, I need more impressions, and then the subscription people saying, oh, this is great content, put it behind the firewall.
3: Oh, and my gosh. Well. How yeah. do you yeah. know my day today? That's literally, I just... Uh, yeah. I mean, for this week in startups, we
1: started a we Patreon, you, and they're like, hey, Cal, I'm getting four episodes a week with you and Molly, I got the all in, I get this... Like, I'm going to pay for the fifth or sixth or seventh. Like, you either have to be three articles and you're done, subscription, or you got to go for advertising and trying to do both at the same time. It's it tough. Like, it, that's like running a fine dining restaurant at the same time having an all-you-can-eat component, you know, like buffet. You got a buffet over here, all-you-can-eat, on one side of the business, that's the ad business, and then you got fine dining over here where you're expecting $300 ahead and you're like, hey, we're jean George. And you're like, everything's like really precious and amazing. They're like, yeah, but you got the same things over there, and I could just put eight of those on my plate for you know 1995. Like, which one is it? Alex is
3: like, uh oh, no, Uh-oh. Not, not, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry, I don't no. mean to, to know, be a bummer, but they're like, take oh, this no, no, clip no, no. back to management. No, 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 I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just on. trying to, I'm just trying to think about how I can respond to this oh without yeah. uh, getting my 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 job removed before I go on parental leave. I would say, Jason, that is a fascinating analogy to describe the tensions between an ad-based business and a paywall-based business at the same publication. And I would say I feel those tensions, and we are working every day to resolve them. And now I'm going to become the vice chairman. Goodbye,
1: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just, he just pushed himself upstairs. All right. Listen, the other thing that was coming across uh, my feed, yeah. And I have been a, you know, I had been predicting this for years, having lived through Tiananmen Square, uh, and I remember in my youth covering that, uh, and then watching Hong Kong. I know authoritarians and authoritarians squeeze and the tighter they squeeze the more galaxies will slip through their fingers as Princess Leia pointed out Uh, and sure enough China apparently is squeezing their citizens a bit too hard and uh, there have been a lot of videos Molly circulating on Twitter again who knows which ones are real sometimes people will publish old videos from from previous uh, riots but it's been confirmed now i think across many publications including the new york times and washington post that there are significant uh protests going on in china maybe you could fill us in on the details yeah we should probably note that any protest in
0: china is significant because Start it is point. so rare mm-hmm. but i will once again give a plug for my friend jennifer pack who is the marketplace shanghai correspondent j pack mm-hmm. radio jpak radio on instagram i mean first of all her chronicles of all of the times that she attempted to travel all the times that she was put into quarantine had to stay you know there it was like she went out to brunch with some girlfriends one of them was had walked by someone who had covid all of them had to go into quarantine for 10 days she would chronicle like the food that they would give you in what are effectively these like dorms you could see like if you are actually Following somebody with boots on the ground in China, you could see the point at which things were going to inevitably break because no one wants to live like this. And then on top of that, she has been posting from some of these protests, which look really real. And again, I cannot say, you know, this strongly Instagram
1: enough. your friend JPAC is on or TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram. And Instagram. it's J-Pak, JPAC, J P A C? J P A K. Ah,
0: Radio J Pack, J Pack Radio. Yeah, and so her images from these protests are startling. There, there have been, of course, uh, videos all over Twitter, but these protests seem to be related to a fire in Urumqi, um, which killed, they think, at least ten people, if not more, injured nine people who were sealed inside an apartment building. There's, uh, you know, and firefighters couldn't get to them. They weren't allowed to leave. I mean, they're literally locking people into apartments and their homes, and have been for years. And so. You have a confluence of things, right? Like the removal of rights that people in China are somewhat used to. But now, you know, there was somebody made the comment that they're like watching the World Cup now and seeing how completely I mean, these videos are this does not happen. This is so
3: crazy to see. So crazy. uh, Xi Jinping
0: stepped down like that does not. Happen.
3: do you remember that That'll one guy murder. who posted the the sign on the bridge in beijing a couple of weeks back with the little mm-hmm. fire and how big of a disturbance that was online because someone made a protest publicly in beijing yeah. this is that times a thousand i mean yep. I, I just a keep million, watching mm-hmm. this on repeat it's, it's it's edifying and very encouraging is it i think it's terrifying i think well, China I will. i mean i think could they be will both.
0: kill all these people i'm yeah you know revolution know,
1: is a bloody and painful business and a process but sometimes it results in democracy and freedom and so for the people who are living under authoritarian regimes if i was one of them i would fight um and i would you know that would be my choice it's it's people's choice and you know people get squeezed to a certain point they would rather you know die on their feet than live on their knees i'm not
0: telling them not to fight for their freedoms i think that is really important what i'm saying is i do not i am not one of the people who thinks this is going to result in the overthrow of xi jinping or the ccp i think they will kill as many people as they need to kill to stay in power now the question will become whether the economics of the situation are what are really driving this right so like the the people who are used to living handsomely and getting paid well uh, are not going to keep Having that experience, China is experiencing a real recession, whether or not they're cooking the books on it, and they seem to be. And that's not, that's where things start to get really real. Like, that's where Xi Jinping could have a problem. Again,
1: I'm going to say, I highly doubt it. The majority chances they lose. Majority revolutions are squashed. Yeah. But then once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'd bet on it for
0: fun. In this game. case, the CCP has the um, willing help, though, of um, big American tech giants. Ah, oh, really? That was my segue. I was yeah. going to take us there. Okay. <laughs> All right, Alex,
3: go ahead. You do it. <laughs> you uh, okay. So part of this unrest is not just the fire in Urumqi or the lockdowns in Shanghai. There's also been a lot of unrest at various Foxconn facilities because when there is a COVID uh, crisis in and around one of those areas, they just put the factory onto a closed loop setting, which means that you can't leave, but you can still work because you're in a dormitory attached to the factory. Uh, you get really, really close to the forced labor issue here pretty quickly, I think, if you can't leave and you're forced to work. And a lot of these factories make electronics that we, listeners of this show included, use. And so I'm starting to wonder if there's a way to do business ethically in China. And if there isn't, I wonder how many American corporations will begin to fully displace themselves from it. And if that happens, Chinese economy is going to be in a lot of trouble. Right. Apple. In the
0: short term, what we're seeing, and we should point out that the video we were watching earlier was actually from the Foxconn plant. That wasn't even some of these room ones. That was the um, Foxconn protests, which have yep. gotten so intense that, you know, I think the government has started to offer people like $1,800 to stay and $1,400 to leave. And there were reports that Apple could be losing up to a billion dollars a week because it was going to delay shipments of the iPhone, iPhone 14. Also, earlier in November, like as some of this was starting to bubble up, Apple released uh, iOS 16.1.1 and it had a specific feature change that only rolled out in mainland China, which was that uh, users could not use the everyone option in airdrop for more than 10 minutes. Currently, under iOS 16, And if you're not in China, you can just turn on this this everyone feature in airdrop, which means anybody can send you files all the time. As it happens, this is a way this is one of the few, if not only ways in China that people have been able to share files and information about protests or material that might otherwise have been censored. And now, all of a sudden, and what, what, frankly, if Apple had rolled it out to everybody, could be portrayed as a pretty good security feature, because, like, you know, you don't want people to be able to airdrop you anything any old time, but only in China, that is now restricted to 10-minute periods.
3: Is it possible to do business ethically with China? Exactly.
1: Uh, not here, not yeah, so far. I, well, yeah. here's what I'll say. The messier... The more convoluted, the more conflicted the situation is, the more progress is likely being made Uh, progress is messy, and engagement as a strategy with these authoritarian regimes, although is not a strategy I would personally want to deploy uh, is uh, going to result in some amount of progress. The fact that so much is at stake for both parties, and Apple being the number one company that has this much at stake, Amazon probably being number two you know, in terms of all those products being shipped from there. This is causing a massive amount of tension for Xi Jinping. He ha- now has to deal with the fact that these people are revolting against him. Founders of companies have revolted against him. Uh, and he now faces Apple saying, you know what, we're going to start by building semiconductors and buying them in Arizona. Uh, the United States has passed, passed the chip act. Oh, they're going to start making medicines in other places. Oh, Japan is paying uh, businesses or giving them big, juicy loans with low interest rates or no interest rates to move to Vietnam to India. Oh, if we squeeze too hard, people are going to start pulling out. Now, if you weren't there to begin with, then that cost would not be there. So if you start thinking big picture, the cost of losing engagement is now going to lead to xi jinping being in a very bad place if all of a sudden foxconn can't make iphones what are all those people who move from the north from farms who were living you know not great lives you know under the poverty line but perhaps not as painful a life as losing your factory job and having no safety net in a major city with you know some amount of rent cost and you know whatever uh and already a population that is declining and now people are like, well, I'm definitely not going to have a child now or a second child if I have no job at Foxconn. This could be the complete collapse of the Chinese economy. Where do these hundreds of millions of factory workers go if the jobs move to China and India? And so it's messy. Revolutions always are. Rebellions are always messy. Being an authoritarian leader is the hardest tightrope you could ever walk. Look at Putin in Russia. How does he deal with mothers in Russia who have their sons being conscripted? While Germany is now going to get off oil uh, and do more nuclear or find other sources, the Middle East to to get them natural gas, it's always messy. And I think the engagement, as mu- as much as I hate to say it, the engagement of Apple could be the linchpin that moves towards better conditions for humans in China.
3: That would be a win for capitalism, and I'm a I'm a capitalist at my core, so I would like to see that. I, I think I think Apple's been insufficiently leadershipy on this uh i I would say in the last couple years this didn't all come up in 2022 right this is not the first time we've seen issues with facilities management of foxconn for example and we all keep buying iphones yeah Hmm. capitalism has its weaknesses
0: apple didn't start trying to divest from and to be clear like even if this ends in all of the places that you have predicted jason it's going to be a 10 to 20 year process right like All of these new foundries that that company, a foundry takes 10 years to build. It's not, you don't don't just pop up a new, you know, chip manufacturing facility the size of TSMC. And you don't just move all of your operations. Like Apple has let a lot of things happen at Foxconn. It certainly did not have to introduce a hardware level restriction that only applies to mainland China that happens to stop protests right now. Like there's going to be the, you know, the moral, yes, it's messy, the moral compromise is real and will go on for as long as this regime stands. And and China, we should be clear, too, even if Apple pulls out and Tesla pulls out and everybody's like, we're doing this business, it, it, China still has plenty of buyers for its own goods. And with the China 2025 initiative has actually started to create a high tech economy for itself. I'm not saying the economy is going to be OK, <laughs> but it's not like it, it's not going to be an overnight collapse, I don't think. Um, and I, know she's I think I'm a little
3: more pessimistic about the, the Chinese construction market and how that's going to ripple over into other parts of, of its economy and how much debt there is. But I There's will say that, that I don't disagree, Molly. You don't knock over a mountain overnight. It does take time. But there have been mounting issues in China for long enough now that I wonder if we're closer to an, an earthquake than a rumble.
0: I think the economy is way worse than, I mean, yeah. it's way worse than they're letting on. Like, I think it's a, I think it's a very bad scene for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: China cannot grow or evolve or thrive or any of those things in an isolate, isolated fashion. They must continue to do trade with the rest of the world. They they can't turn inward and be isolated. They need to put a billion people to work. Yeah, they've billion. got too many people. I don't think they can just be Right, but I'm this just like saying island. they've got they've yeah.
0: got buyer, they've got Russia, they've got India, they've got, you know, United Arab Emirates, like a lot of Saudi state, like plenty of com- We're pretending that what you're saying is they can't thrive without the US. I'm saying they, they can't thrive without the buyers. West. China 50% uh, sorry, of the world is a Germany democracy. is doing huge deals with China right now.
3: No, uh, yeah, well, that, that's that's a slight nuance. If you lose the EU and you lose the North American bloc, China's economy does not recover in 50 years if ever. Just because they're such an export-based economy, model. I mean there's not enough money in Saudi Arabia and Russia to to I think to to plant well, I mean, India sees now. them as a, Has some c- a competitor. Yeah, they see them yeah. as a competitor more than a, you know, look up the border disputes. I you know, it's yeah.
1: may you we'll live in interesting times. Like <laughs> yes, I, I think totally. what we're witnessing is, you know, it's been a hundred years of communism in China. All right. Um and I think what we might be witnessing is the slowly the slow, painful unraveling of that, where individuals would like some freedoms. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they tried it, right? They gave them tastes of freedoms. They let them move from the north to the south. They let them become middle class. They let them have a taste of technology. They let them become entrepreneurs. You know, and this is the problem that was authoritarian's the face is never you give people a taste and you start giving them that taste and then you take it away because they like it too much or because it destabilizes you and then you're in the trap. You're in the trap and it winds up being like Cuba, North Korea, you know or any other authoritarian regime where your growth is capped your growth is capped and this I is really where capitalism plus democracy always wins
0: yes do you think the covid lockdowns are actually about covid or are they about population can because now i mean there's sort of a couple well, i've like heard now that theory i
1: yeah. think about Explain this Explain that theory that's that's happening because this is I a this know is know a it's controversial it's theory about covid I, I, if I think you're going with the one of like why aren't old people being vaccinated
3: why is not the church push to Gross. vaccinate old people? Because well, yes. then there's yes. an I excuse mean, to not open.
0: Because then they don't have to open. And when you don't open, you can't, you know, in theory, you think, I guess, that you can't get revolt. Like, I just think it's, or have they caught themselves in such a trap now? Because the thing is, they're not going to be able to reopen, right? If they, if they're, because it is going to rip through. You have a mostly unvaccinated population. Well, not mo- mostly, mostly, but less. Less, less vaccinated. Yeah. I think it's not majority vaccinated, is it? Oh, I thought it was. I'll check that for us. I don't know. Yeah. And the and even if, the, even if that's the case, the vaccine is the one that's like, at least said to be not as effective. But so you have this sort of like, almost virgin population. Like if you reopen.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be a incredibly. Slaughter. I thought they were getting close to 50%
3: vaccinated. Yeah. I read that it was the 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 elderly population that was majority unvaccinated and the, the younger folks tended to be more vaxxed. Lovely. But it's the older great. folks that are more vulnerable.
0: I don't even want to play with that conspiracy theory. Well, That's I awful. mean, this was sixty five percent.
1: Was talking about this on Face the Nation this weekend or Meet right. the Press. I had heard it on one of the Sunday shows yesterday. That like, wait, what is their strategy here? Why wouldn't you vaccin? And is it, oh, because we want to keep young people working in the factories or something more sinister? Maybe we older people are an overhang. And we don't need to protect them because they're a cost society. I mean, the mind does wander to very dark places. I mean, to be honest, Florida kind of did that. Um, 65% at the end of
0: 2021, that's reading dark. over 70% according to Nick. I'm, I'm sorry, but not only did they like straight up do that, but when I tell people like, well, I just literally had an argument with a friend. I was like, Florida had the highest among the highest deaths per capita in the United States. And she literally said to me, well, that's because I have so many old people. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, wouldn't you try people... harder to protect
3: them? Like, yeah, wouldn't you be put up more? <laughs> oh, you of, be more really the
1: ones? Like, what? The? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let them die. Well, I mean, listen. There's, there's, it, there's, uh, hindsight in the pandemic is super valuable, and China has the value of hindsight. They now can look at what <laughs> happened here and in Europe and deploy a strategy based upon all the mistakes we made here. in politicizing all of this. Um, anyway, this is. Um, and i apple operating there and obeying the rules there Uh, you know i don't agree with but i also uh, now look at uh, apple's involvement in china as being having reduced massive suffering i do appreciate the things that apple's involvement has done they brought more human rights and more worker protections to people who were essentially slave labor before Apple, you know, um, because of bad press in Foxconn in the United States and in the West, that led to Apple going there and saying, Hey, we need to have some standards here. This blowback is causing us problems in our country. This is the power of engagement. I'm not saying I'm for engagement. I mean, you've heard me say Disney and, you know, the NBA should pull out but now that Apple is entwined, they have a, an amount of leverage that is not insignificant. Um, and they, they prove they have that leverage. Remember when the people were jumping off the roofs of factories, right? And they said, Hey, this is way too much bad press. And this is where the Western press, Apple's involvement creates massive, massive leverage against Xi Jinping. He can't ignore it. He can't say, Oh, the factory conditions can't improve. They got to actually go in there and Tim Cook and the Chinese Communist Party have to collaborate on making these stories go away. Uh, right? And look at the pressure on Tim Cook today on Twitter. People are going crazy on Tim Cook today on Twitter. Mm. Uh, this is going to be very uncomfortable for them, and this they'll be pulled before Congress, senators, whatever. They'll be the talk of the Sunday morning shows this Sunday. There's going to be massive pressure on Apple to explain what they're doing in China in the coming months.
3: Yeah, it gets even harder if you happen to own a social network and do business in China. Keep, keep it's going to be an yeah. interesting combination of factors there. It's going to be hard for everybody who's got engagement over there. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Back to my, my question: be- Is there a way to ethically engage in China? I have to go do therapy yeah. in, a, in, a, oh. in a minute or two, but, yeah, we'll um, hope. it's a bad knee, which is important. Oh no. Uh, <laughs>
1: talking therapy. Yeah. 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 Cause <laughs> I, I, I was born this with hasn't a brain. been enough or this has triggered you and
3: you're just <laughs> going into an emergency. I'm running. Uh, I, I, I was, I didn't know what we we're going to talk about good. today. And I yes. just want to say that this is not where I thought we were going to go. And I, ah. I'm very glad that we sat and had a conversation that I think we would have had over coffee or a drink. Yeah. Yeah but we did it as a podcast. So like, if we didn't get something right in that, it's because we're trying to talk through it. We're chilling. Yeah. We're
1: working it
0: out together. Alex, thank you. We appreciate it. A, a pleasure awesome. as
3: always guys. And I appreciate yeah, the, the,
1: the care Everybody for individuals. Go to subscribe to TechCrunch Premium. Pay the money, people. Pay, Pay the, the money. fee. Just make
3: me yeah. look good internally. It's worth than My baby can afford to go have her nanny.
0: Congrats in <laughs> advance. Congrats in advance on
3: the yep. baby.
1: Thanks. All right, let's keep moving, Molly. And <laughs> anything else it. here on the... Uh, and listen, I am and I am the isolationist China hawk of all hawks, but yeah. I'm kind of liking that Tim Cook is going to have to deal with this because they are such a virtue signaling, high-end, our reputation matters company. Aren't they? That... Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I they think they're are, the, like I think Tim Cook
0: is legitimately a do the right thing kind of person, and yes. also they are ruthless—the most ruthless business people. I mean, come on, like <laughs> well, That's why I people, said virtue signaling. That's why I stopping said virtue people signaling. from yeah. jumping off of the top of
1: your building is it's arguably a the literal <laughs> least you
0: can do. Yeah, exactly. But I they're mean, still look basically at how delicate
1: kid gloves they are here in the United States. You they're know, very if there is a, a cause they're going to be on it right uh, and they care about their reputation so like if they care about their reputation i think they if they really i mean if zuckerberg I, was in there he'd be like i don't care what you think to these got a billion people on Facebook, cause, i
0: don't think they just like jump on it I, I don't i don't know i i i dispute that characterization ever so slightly okay I, if but i think apple wants to be I don't know that they want to be all the way to the good guy, but they want to be. They brand preservation oh, yeah. is very important. They you know? want to be the good guys and gals. Yes, for sure. They want to be. They want looked you to at. never think about the little tiny children hands that made that iPhone.
1: I don't think kids are building iPhones. Uh, <laughs> I no, I don't think he would allow that. That's my point, <laughs> Holly. That's dark. Uh, now. I'm you just. Know, is the age of working in China 16 or 17? Are there people working in the supply chain that feed Foxconn? Do they have 15 and 16 year olds working in the arc of history? Does a communist country care if a 14 or 15 or 16 year old is working full time and out of school? Well, I mean, to be clear, societies. we just had a
0: giant child labor scandal in America. We with did. Meat. Yes, all the meat packing. The meat packing industry is like a vertically integrated, disgusting. A uh, duopoly at best, and yes, there was a huge child labor scandal.
1: I'm reading from the New York Times. One of the largest food, food safety. safety companies in the United States illegally employed more than two dozen children in at least three macing plants, several of whom suffer chemical burns from the corrosive cleaners they were required to use overnight shifts. So I'm just labor saying, We're doing finds it. Thirty-one children. Okay, so Foxconn's doing it, and here in the United States, ranging in age from 13 to 17. Uh, so here in the United States, when that happens, uh, people go to jail. Uh, companies get in big trouble. One 13-year-old, one 14-year-old who worked from 11 p.m. to 5 p.m. a.m. five to six days a week. School to show the student fell asleep in class or missed class because of the job. How did they ever do this? Did the person have uh, papers? Because that's illegal. They must have had papers. They must have faked it or something or they turned a blind eye. Wow. That it, is there, dark. It sounds like they were mostly immigrants.
0: The boys and and girls were not fluent English speakers and were interviewed mostly in Spanish.
1: So yeah, so here's the difference. Like in China, there might be a thousand 14 and 15 year olds in a supply chain somewhere uh, or a million or they could be hiring and it's totally legal here in the United States. If it happens, somebody did something really wrong and they're going to be in big trouble. Um, So
0: yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just saying that when I make that comment, like there's, I, I don't, I'm being a little bit, wrongly cavalier Mm. but I think what I'm trying to say is this happens when business gets big enough (laughs) bad things happen and at the end of the day the business is the priority and for Apple the business is the priority and has been
1: and the the, the pressure
0: you know the pressures that are pushing Apple to get out of China have less to do with society and more to do with it suddenly being an unreliable factory
1: um hmm
0: I don't think I mean I don't think they're getting out of China to be the good guy.
1: It's I like, think oh, we it's can't going to be count count untenable there. I think if it becomes untenable because of social pressure um or geopolitics makes it impossible because of the Taiwan, you know, uh yeah. com- if god forbid a Taiwan conflict happens, it could become untenable for that reason mm-hmm. and I think you know dealing with a, a communist country with a god king that might just be too high of a risk factor for somebody who's obsessed with the supply chain as tim cook is tim cook is probably looking at this going it was good while it lasted yeah we cannot have dependencies he must have seen this you know 10 years ago and he must have identified it and i guarantee you they have you know buttons and plans and plan b's and plan c's to do this in india they've been i know they do some things in india vietnam other places yeah yeah, no, I, we
0: totally agree there. I think that, I mean that's exactly the older it. It's a models, supply chain right? risk.
1: It's a supply chain risk, and he's on that. They do the yeah. older models of the iPhones already in India. So, yeah,
0: I mean it's hundred percent interesting times. Like I agree with Alex that I think this is one of the bigger developments to happen in a, in a sea of noise. This is news,
1: and in fact, actually, I just saw it here in September. Apple announced that they are making the local fir- version, the current lineup, for the first time in the same calendar year in uh india so mm-hmm. they have actually made that change wow. so this is the uh this is the escape valve this is the escape hatch the uh, great uncoupling it's the great uncoupling and mm-hmm. you know what that is going to be i predict uh china is going to have to address the human rights concerns and they're not going to be able to afford to lose the business and so i actually think we're going to look back on the arc of history and it, I know this sounds crazy. I think Apple and Amazon, because they are so dependent and they have so many other options now, and they're and they're doing it. Because remember, we talked about in this program, there was that uh Solomo, there was some house brand that A- Amazon was doing that we were yeah really into. Solimo. Solimo that was an Indian brand. We had done the research on it. So Amazon and Apple have already addressed this, they're already in India. India sees themselves as the big rival to China. India mm-hmm. has blocked all those Chinese apps, including TikTok from being yeah, there. True. India is gangster. They'll take the oil from the lowest price place. They are not they're they're not uh, I don't think they defer to the United States. I have a or China. I think they see themselves as contemporaries and rightfully yes. so. And as contemporaries, uh, that creates the counterbalance, which is hey, if China doesn't want the West business, India does Vietnam does w- w- yeah. what is China going to do lose the jobs and then have more civil unrest I mean that's he's got people chanting that, to know. oust Xi Jinping that's the first we've heard of it
0: but y- yes all of that 100 percent. that is one way this could go I just would be hesitant to assume that the value system is the same like you and I oh, have I decided yeah. that like, capitalism is, right? Like, I have decided that and when it comes to climate solutions, which I am 100% ruthless about, capitalism is the best way forward. Yeah. I don't, like, none of that value system is shared. So, if you look at Cuba and how mm. long Castro kept Cuba in the dark ages, yeah, rather than give up this philosophy, mm. if you look at North Korea, if you look at the times that China has allowed millions of its own people to starve, like, Stalin doing the same thing. I just, I think that the, we're assuming that pressures that would work on us will work on Xi Jinping and the CCP in China. And I don't know that they care. I think if anything, they have demonstrated in the last three years, right? Like, nope, philosophy over, power over all. Yeah, I mean, listen- an economy be damned.
1: They, to your point, they rolled Hong Kong. They rolled uh, Tiananmen Square before that. And, uh, you know, they have been keeping people, they have a million Uyghurs in concentration camps to slave yep. labor. You know, th- yes, you're correct. And I think they will hold on to control. They got rid of, you know, uh, the education startups. They moved DD from the public markets here to the public markets in Hong Kong. So yes, they're going to keep squeezing. Yep. And then until you can squeeze your people no more, and then you're, you're fighting it with them in the streets and they're fighting with them in the streets now and you know what tiananmen square it didn't work out hong kong the protest didn't work out but i don't think they want this to be the standard way that they wake up every morning i don't think xi jinping wants to wake up to this every morning and yeah maybe he squashes it that's the majority case i agree but i hold out hope that this could be the tipping point i always hold out hope that there could be a tipping point i think it's going to happen in iran i think it will happen in cuba eventually I hope uh, just so. like uh, the berlin wall fell you know and right. uh you know the, that's a
0: good it reminder just takes that time.
1: That did happen.: Yeah, it takes time. It, 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 does. it, it, it just takes is something time. Exactly. that takes 50 years, a 100 years. And yeah. what I hope is that Xi Jinping gives the people some amount of rights that they didn't previously have, and that we rebuild uh, our relationship with them, and engagement increases with just some basic advancing, even if it's slow, of human rights. Uh, that's what I would like to see. Uh, yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. And I think Apple and, and, you know, uh, capitalists and democracies in the West can play a role there. And I think actually that was our strategy. I think the engagement strategy was, Hey, it's good for business and it's good for moving the world towards democracy. I think we pursued it with them and we set a trap. I think we set a trap with engagement and now who loses in that trap? We're not going to lose. America's not going to lose. We're going to just move mm-hmm. the, we're going to buy our goods and services, which are already too cheap. India if if, if if Americans have to pay twice as much for a spatula mm-hmm. who cares like the prices on Amazon are be.
0: absurd we're paying less than it costs to make these things like it's not it was I never mean, sustainable. certainly less it than it costs to make them humanely
1: right so if, if I had to pay twice as much for a spatula or the average American did would it matter no you just don't buy as many spatulas like people yeah. are upgrading their shit constantly if yeah. I have to drive a car for twice as long or Anybody has to drive a car for an extra year or two. It's not going to kill us. We are a consumer society gone wild. Mm -hmm. We've gone wild with our consumption.
0: Uh, Ridiculous. Oh my God. What an amazing segue into our upsetting next story about Black Friday shopping. And then we'll- Enough. I'm doing zero shopping. What I wanted to note specifically about Black Friday shopping Mm -hmm. is that our consumer society remains as strong as ever. And (laughs) we even brought this up earlier- so it was a it was a record nine point okay. one, two billion dollars. It really was for Black, Black Friday. Friday was. Yep. A two point three percent increase year over year. Somewhere Jerome Powell's pulling his hair out. He's like, why can Wait, I not we're in win? A recession? Here? Why can I not win? And, you know, we're in a recession because all the orders made using buy now, pay later jumped 78 huh? percent. Whoa. 80. It was uh, in the week over last of November year. 19th over last year. In the week of November 19th through the 25th, buy now, pay later revenue spiked 81% compared to the week before. Oh, to the week before. Got it. And then I think it was 78% over last year, the buy now, pay later.
1: That's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, That means- That feels bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what JPO wants. Or, right. JPO wants you to extinguish your savings, get a little credit card debt, And get a second job or work a little overtime or go back to work. And he wants labor participation to hit 68 and 69, 70%. And he wants those 10 million or whatever, 9 million jobs to go down to five. He wants unemployment to go up to five or whatever it is. He wants to slow the economy. So if, if you can't stop spending. Yeah. And you're just going to make it worse for you. He's laying again, he's laying the trap for you. Stop spending everybody. (laughs) It's It's a trap. It's a trap. It is a trap it is a trap it is stop spending everybody pay down your bills be prepared for a long winter mm-hmm. i'm slowing down my spending my wife and i sat and we were like you know what no major purchases yeah off the table yeah we inside of my companies show me every bill we're tightening our belts I, i'm just battening down the hatches i assume a storm is coming i'm, I'm battening down the windows Everybody's got to perform at a high level everybody work harder. Everybody spend less do more with less. Let's be more resourceful the end
0: Make your spatula last people
1: Well, yeah, I mean I just the consumption is crazy. I I have a garage full of stuff and Sometimes like I order something And somebody yeah, I don't know if you have this happening around so somebody opens it puts it away I forget I ordered it. Yeah, and I'm like, where's that thing? And I forgot I ordered it. And then I reorder it. And then my wife's like, oh, it's right here. And she pulls out the, this proverbial spatula. Oh, and I'm like, wait here, a second. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, and then, and then we're sending stuff back because I'm such an idiot. So now I'm checking my orders on Amazon to see if I ordered something previously. And I'm just being more thoughtful about all spending. And I'm trying to work harder. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking
0: on the austerity I love personally. It. I love to hear it. I mean, honestly, as from a climate perspective alone, let you know, and also just the problem is again, a, a stat that never stops astonishing me what 80% of GDP is consumer spending. At Crazy. the end of the day, Jay Powell wants you spending, they want us buying. Remember when <laughs> Remember when Bush W, right? Yeah. W gave everybody like $1,000 to spend money I don't to, to buy laundry. crap. Oh, did he? He, yeah, we was like a tax credit. He airdropped oh, the a thousand bucks to all aired- Americans. I remember that. Yeah, now do I do. Patriotism
1: shopping. Love it. No, you don't love it. I know. I'm just joking. I just, oh, the okay. buying of votes is just, <gasps> on both sides of the aisle, is just crazy to me. Like, we need people in office. It's a capitalist country. Like, why do we think, why are we surprised by this? I just think we got to get, like, big money out of politics, and we have to start thinking long-term. It's just, yes. I know our system is not designed for that, but can there be some adults who- Like, I really think my issue for this next election, you know, after choice, (laughs) like, I can't vote for somebody who's Mm -hmm. anti-choice. That's like a deal breaker for me. Um, I kind of feel like we need to balance the budget or control spending in some way. So if both parties could put somebody out there for me to consider who actually is looking at the amount of spending and saying, huh, what's reasonable here? I'm nervous. I, I'm nervous about the yeah. out of control spending. And then I, what's going on with J Powell? I mean, he seems to be like, he's on his own path where he's like, I'm going to slow this thing down. And then mm-hmm. everybody on the other side is like, airdrops, let's airdrop. <laughs> it's like,
0: right. Because,
1: well, they don't, nobody the wants drops. it
0: to slow down because the stock market's going crazy and everybody, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Austerity
1: and excellence. Everybody in America. Who hears my voice work harder and control spending these two things will get us out of this we had a party and now everybody's gonna have to just have an alka-salsa go for a hike hit the hit the sauna sweat it out a little bit be focused at work i started 8 30 this morning you know with a meeting i am just i'm working till eight o'clock tonight and it's my birthday My wife's like, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm like, I have an 8.30 a.m. meeting and I'm ending founding university at 8 p.m. That's my birthday. 8.30 a.m., start time, get in the game, emergency management team meeting, 8 p.m., punch out. Anybody who works for me, that's my day. Keep up. Let's go.
0: You had like a little party on the weekend though, I hope, right? They gave me a cake. They did. They
1: got me a, they got me a cake. So I was pretty happy about that. I get to spend it with my daughters. All I care about- Spend time with my family. Have a lot of laughs with my daughters. Uh, you know, like, I, traveling with my kids. I love it. I love it. We make a game out of it. It was so sweet. My 12-year-old was, like, sleeping on my shoulder. We had, like, the crack of dawn flight yesterday. Oh, yeah. You ever do those?
0: Yes, definitely. I kind of like those. coach.
1: I'm in coach crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with we had babies? a 7.30 flight. We had to be there at 6 a.m. I, had to, I got up at 4.30. I got the girls up at 5. You know, they're like, Six-year-olds, like, like a 12-year-old, Ruby. they're like dizzy. I'm like buckling them into a, an Uber to get to the airport. We got there early. I got to make sandwiches. That's adorable. Happy,
0: happy birthday. Adorable. Ready to take a minute and wish oh, Jason yes, a happy you. birthday.
1: I feel like the luckiest guy on the planet. I take nothing for granted. I'm healthy. i got people I love working with. Every day I wake up with a sense of purpose. i got great friends. Life is exciting. I lost 25, 30 pounds. I look great. I feel great. Healthy. I might get to ski this year. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for all the simple little things. As I said yeah. on my Tim ferris podcast, people are freaking out about my appearance on Tim ferris like a new side of JCal, <laughs> the you know, human side. You didn't, you didn't listen to it. Yep. I haven't I'm, listened to it yet. Yeah, I'm listening. I think you, get, you get enough of me. I don't blame I'm you I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm doing speaking gigs again, though. I took two speaking gigs. I was oh, like, good. you know what? Back to I austerity measures. I'm going to get on the road. Me I am. On QPS that also, I know I'm like mm, f, f it. People throwing me fifty dimes. I'm Let's on the go. road. Let's go. Yeah. Give me the I'm fifty dimes, and then I'll meet with QPs, get people for launch fund four, meet your founders. Let's go. Send me on the road. I'm or excited was, like, about us
0: out of here. Because the thing, the thing is, I mean, it's I have no hope that a boom bust cycle is going to magically go away or whatever. But and I'm happy that you pointed this out. It's the it's the regular people who suffer, right? It's yes. like. Every it's like the people who go crazy are not the pe- everybody is sort of just like most people right 80 20 mm. rule are just kind of along for the ride of whatever society is bringing to them and so it's like oh it's awesome times great thank you for like you said the free lunch and then it then they get they're the ones get they get canned and it's like it's somehow it's their fault or like you're not spending enough no you're spending too much and the whatever and it's just sort
1: of like this recession is so weird we have I mean, this so many jobs available weird. So many jobs available. Yeah. So much gig work at $36 an hour to drive for Uber. It's absurd. The Uber fees and the DoorDash fees are through the roof. The rent's too damn high. And yet we're I mean, kind of I'm, relying on gig work to keep people
0: alive because we're still not, you know, it's like the No, no, we're not, Molly. We have 10 million working. jobs. They, they need more. The reason they're paying we more. have 10 million jobs. And also people are working two jobs. Like, that's what I'm saying. No, they're the not. The weirdness is 62%. everywhere. No, they percent. definitely are. The latest labor report actually said Oh, uh, really? Maybe yeah, they, that's
1: what we need. 61% labor participation. Like down from 69, 70% in the, in the 2000s. It's so
0: weird. It's like you literally have some people quiet quitting. You have lots of people working yeah. two jobs just to pay the rent. Like, it. I I bring that up as weirdness. Not even to okay. disagree. It's so like. Both
1: things could be happening at the same time. All of the,
0: right. All the weirdness all the is happening. Uh, so weird. I I'm you know gonna who's quiet, g- quitting? The- quiet quitting? A lot of yeah, VCs quiet right. quitting. A lot of VCs are quiet quitting. We should do we should do some deals right now because there's like, a lot of VCs who are <laughs> quiet quitting. I'm like,
1: hey, I got a deal for you. They're like, uh ah, I'm good. I'm like, don't want to make any money. Like th- this is hot, and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of wrapping up for the Not winter for break. Me. I'm like, it's November. They're like, yeah let's talk in the new year. I'm like, talking in the new year. We got 20 days. We can hustle 22 days before the break. Let's go. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Quiet quitting seed funds, quiet quitting VCs, in, including a, the quiet quitting and explicitly quitting pounders. Kind of a quietly quitting. Y'all
0: gotta stop quitting. <laughs> Y'all gotta start That's quitting. Fun. Just because it's getting hard doesn't mean you should quit. I literally got a fortune cookie the other day that was like genius is shown in the hard times or whatever. And I was like, all right, let's yeah, do this it is. Well, Here people's we character
1: too. You know, you really start to find out people's character in a crisis. I oh my lord.
0: A girls brunch this weekend back to the oh. thankfulness train and mm-hmm. we were like just all talking about our favorite time of day mm-hmm. and you know somebody was like oh I love my morning coffee and like I love the like the sunset and I was like I love all those things and then I literally was like I really like doing my podcast with Jason mm-hmm. like I really I genuinely it. do like there's the moment I when you too. come out of the podcast and you like yeah. you're kind of like on a little high
1: so the it's energy an, level is high yeah we don't always agree delight uh but we learn every day together here's something i learned from your stat i like your buy now pay later story if we could zoom in on the chart that molly provided it shows the last three these are three green bars i'll describe it for people mm-hmm. and uh this is the share now if we zoom in you you'll see credit card is going down right from a mm-hmm. peak lab three two two years ago Fifty four point three percent down to forty nine point four, mm. uh, and PayPal also coming down from twenty eight point five to twenty six point seven. Okay, those are going down. Debit cards smashing up. I guess people want to use their cash. They're a little concerned. That's one group of people. That's but interesting. here's the thing I think is super interesting. Can we zoom in on Apple Pay and Buy Now Pay Later? Those These two. are the two new kids on the block. Yeah, I am using Apple Pay constantly. If I don't see Apple Pay, I'm infuriated. <laughs> when I'm on my mobile phone and I have to type in my credit card, I'm infuriated. Yeah. Apple Pay is going to be 30%, 40% of purchases. I think Apple's going to, this is going to be Apple's new thing. Apple Pay, 12.7% of purchases of Black Friday, up from 7.8% last year, 8.2% last year. It's up 50% year over year, Molly.
0: And look at that. Look at that compared to this slowly, slowly shrinking line of PayPal. Apple Pay is already up to almost half. Mm-hmm. Of the share of PayPal, which it's used to be the only way that you would check out online.
1: Yeah, look at that. Look it and look at Venmo. Venmo letting people and look at Google Pay. I have All done of the,
0: the services. The, I've done the pay with Venmo thing. It's so great because then because you I don't know about you, but I always have accidental money in my Venmo because oh. my kid uses my card primarily to ah. buy sneakers. And then he Venmo's me the money and then I always leave it there. But then Mm -hmm. I'm always excited when I see pay with Venmo because it feels like I got it for free because I just paid with my money that was still sitting there. All right. Venmo's like like your secret accidental checking account.
1: Here's my advice. No more, whatever your yearly salary is, keep your debt to no more than 5% of it. You make 50, 2,500. You make 100, 5K. It's my 5% rule. No more than 5% of uh, any of this kind of debt and uh, make are sure you're looking at those interest debt? payments yes oh no you, zero you should not I'm have a zero guy debt. too but no I'm, I'm talking to people who are no these people who are doing right now pay later oh, i'm just, just trying to give them a that. number and, yeah, a, and okay. an easy heuristic okay fine you're
0: right you're right just trying to help the, you're right that's how you and i, I are
1: you worked on marketplace money.
0: abstinence doesn't work you're right you got to give them the protection version
1: Yes. 5%. This uh, is more towards the, my team members. I know I got some producers here who maybe are like going out on having a couple of cocktails on the weekend and buying expensive and buy lemonades. buy now pay later. <coughs> Rachel. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, I don't want to see you buying $12 lemonades, okay? I don't want no kombucha for you. Water. You make iced tea at home. You don't eat kombucha. It's what? the avocado next toast like, producer, next Rachel. It's
0: like, I'm seeing ads for buy now, pay later on DoorDash orders. Who would pay for chicken parm with four installments of $3.50? <laughs> You know we are in a higher interest rate environment though i will say like i you know i bought some three-month cds or whatever at four percent
1: interest is free money all right listen. so i don't want to see any more of this wawa lemonade <laughs> all right it's enough already what is uh, that cost what is a wawa lemonade cost this seems what is expensive a wawa lemonade is this a thing two dollars oh yeah lemonade basil. Is sugar water, and lemon. Make it at home. I make lemonade at home. I'm rich. We squeeze lemons in the Calacanis household. My, I put my daughters to work. They love it. They got the manual lemonade press. We make simple sugar. That's how we do it in the Calacanis household.
0: Oh, my God. You could probably take this chart away now. We squeeze
1: lemons. We have food at home. I'm literally turning into internet dad. <laughs> I'm Rachel's hard. internet dad. It's I'm just like Rachel. Good. I talked to Rachel's dad this week, and we're gonna we're we're gonna go over Rachel's expenses. No more Wawa at Christmas. It's enough, Rachel. What are you saving, Rachel? I want to know what's in the wealth front account. Enough with the Wawa. I feel like we're more gonna water. find out. Any and Brooklyn water, now. Manhattan water is delicious. It's the best water in the world. You don't need to buy it in a bottle. We're gonna they find bottle out any Brooklyn water. And they sell now. it to people in California. Rachel,
0: Rachel's actually fire. Like you just wait. Rachel's like in the fire movement. She's like, um, actually, I save seventy percent of my
1: income. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, everybody. This has been a great episode. If you have ideas for the show, at Mollywood, at Jason. If you got ideas, producers at thisweekinstartups.com. If you're a fan of the show, if you're a PR person, we insta-block you and we do our canned response. Sorry, we do not take pitches for the pod. But fans of the pod, we will take your insights. We love your pitches.
0: We love Go them. It's going to be uh, a great week, too. We got a good week it? coming up. I think the Crypto Boys are going to come back. We're going to be talking about the BlockFi collapse and the this and that. And the Wait, all
1: that, that happened, too, right? We didn't talk about that on today's show. That, we saved Exactly, so we're saving that. BlockFi filed for bankruptcy production. BlockFi filed
2: for bankruptcy. You missed the Miami crypto story, which we could do tomorrow, which is Yeah, so let's funny. definitely do that one okay, tomorrow. Miami That's amazing. Crypto
1: story. All right, so uh, leave this in the show, Nick, uh, including you breaking in. People like when you break in. They do love it. Do they? I they don't
0: love not think break they in. Do. Oh, when they I first, love it. They love I listening Bah, bah, I, I to want like you to keep this in and I want you to yeah Nick was when I started listening to the show like as I was in the process of getting hired and listening yeah. to it every single day and then I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, took me a while Nick. before I was no, like, leave the no, break ins in
1: at, especially at the end, a break in at the end is like a little piece of candy for everybody is enamored with producer Nick who's producer he's Nick? The best. The, producer Nick's great. And he's um, like a mystery. So as producer Nick said, there is a crazy crypto bottle popping story. We got BlockFi. We have an addressed. We have a startup of the day. We got We Live in the Future. Just so much to go over. We're back, babies. We're back, babies. See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.